So, okay, so... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, I guess. Hey, everyone listening, that's how you know when Air Mike is like, what the shit, what's happening right now? <laughs> it's <just> like, okay. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you ready? Funny! Expensive. Wanna Whatever! Be happy. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friends Sam. I've been trapped in the Doug box for seven days without food or water. If I die, tell Patty Mayonnaise that I want a divorce. Okay. <laughs> and Jim. Luke Longley! Uh, and joining us today, uh, we have a special guest, Self-proclaimed cartoon expert and future streamer, Steve. Welcome, Steve. How are you doing? Hey, I'm really excited to be on what many are calling the Info Wars of Doug Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What do you mean by that? And also, I'm not sure if don't, you're excited. Don't, don't explain it. Just let it sit. <laughs> yeah, Good point. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> In bed. Oh, shit. Well, uh, I'm pumped that you're here. Uh, and today, we will cover episode 7, part 1 of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts, and episode 7, part 1's title is Doug's Cool Shoes. So really quick, if you're a foot yes. guy, this is your Doug episode. <laughs> yeah, <Jesus>. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, yeah. The other major feature to know is that it is the 1990s, and it is a time of basketball. This is one of the last times that, like, the nation was truly united around something, and that something was, wow, Michael Jordan is good at basketball. This episode made me, like, realize that, like, Doug shares a lot of similarities with the Genesis game Toe Jam and Earl. Did you guys ever play that? Yeah. His, yeah. uh, like, Skeeter's boots are right out of Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, okay, yeah, oh. I see it. Same as, same as, like, Sky Davis looks like one of the humans that you, like, try to get get out of Funkatron. Right, to rescue. <laughs> I like the name Funkatron. I never played the game, but you I love like that, that game. Anyway. I assume, I assume you guys brought me on as punishment for making you play basketball during college all the time, since I'm the, the only sports <laughs> Hey, doer. I successfully <laughs> dodged playing basketball ever, so I'm free on this point. As far as I'm concerned, you're free of sin. Yeah, we definitely picked this episode on purpose. Right. Not saying, hey, what's the next one coming up? <laughs> you guys didn't just call me up randomly one day. Steve, you got to be on this podcast. Steve yeah, made me should... do cardio in college, so yes, this is punishment. <laughs> <laughs> this is revenge years down the road. Yeah, real quick, we should actually uh, summarize. Steve, uh, what is your relationship with Doug? How do you feel about this show? Yeah, uh... I've heard that I might even be the inspiration for this show because uh, in college I would tell people how much I I absolutely despised this show. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I was a, I was like you. I said I was I'm kind of a cartoon expert, and I would I was a tyrant of the television, and my sister would get access to the television only so often, and she would pick Doug to watch, kind of as a like a mutually assured destruction thing where we both have to suffer. <laughs> Through an episode of Doug, yeah, and I, I just can't stand the show whatsoever. And I guess you guys wondered, can it really be that bad? And 
Here we yes, it is. Yes is the answer. Oh, You're man. right. Your sister is so, a creature of brilliance and cunning. Sutterfuge. And yeah, that's that's way too much of an explanation for for this show. And I, I despise uh, treating things like Doug as if they're some sort of art form to be to be analyzed. And and I'm really excited to be here today. This will be, this will be wonderful. Yeah, I do remember uh, in school it was basically like, more, not actually, but more or less like passing out flyers of like right, Doug right, is bad, right. ringing the bell. <laughs> like you've got, you've, no, you've got to tell him. I remember we had a bet, like we were playing Diplomacy and we were just like, okay, if this one player does this one move, uh, I'm, I was like, you have to watch a Doug episode. But if I lost, I'd have to watch an anime where people lick helmets. <laughs> right, right. I do, I do remember that. And we even invented uh, something called the Doug box where it was like, <laughs> it, was a, it was a measure of, of how much, you know, something else caused pain to you. So you'd go and see a movie and say, oh, that movie was really bad. I don't like it. Would you rather watch that movie than be, you know, 30 minutes in the Doug box? Oh, definitely the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't want to be in the Doug box watching any Doug ever. So it was kind of like that. those sayings there are like, hey, it could always be worse. You could be watching Doug. So here we are. Well, now it can't be worse. Right. Here we are. Here with us. The Doug Box Suffering Index. <laughs> oh, Welcome to the Doug Box, dear right. viewer. We almost, well, yeah, one of the names we floated was Doug Box, but it was just like too esoteric. Right, it's a little too insider. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, man. All right, well, let's get into this. Uh, So this episode starts with Doug playing basketball with all of his uh, compatriots, all of his classmates. Uh, And Doug's at the free throw line. And uh, Roger's saying, man, you're so lame all the way down to your lame-o'd shoes. The audio during the sequence is a really shitty knockoff of Another One Bites the Dust. Yeah, the background music sounds like like the rap that they play in The Sims. Right. I think I think it's also I think it's the rap uh, from the first episode. Like it's the one with like the the crazy beatboxing. Yeah, yeah. Except for they took out anything where the guy's actually doing the beatboxing, and it's just the another one bites the dust bass riff over and, I'm pretty and sure, over like, and over like, again. Toe Jam and Earl like stole the song for their sequel, Panic on Funkatron. <laughs> Which what what was like the uh, chronology for Toe Jam and Earl and Doug was like? There are first? almost exactly like I don't know the the years, but they're definitely early '90s products. Oh yeah, those that's <laughs> very '90s. I mean, they share like the same kind of you know gross out humor and things like that. Yeah, so that's similar. Noted gross and, out humor reservoir, Doug. Right. Anyway, speaking of being gross, reservoir. Yeah. Speaking of Roger, like Roger's giving Doug shit for his shoes, and Skeeter responds, "Hey, just because he has regular sneakers is no reason to say he's a loser," which is the worst way to cover right. for a friend. Way to say, yeah, him Skeeter. Up. Skeeter is also insulting his shoes. Yes! Right? He's not helping at all. And Skeeter is like a shoe guy. Like this is like shown later in the episode. Yeah. Right, like Roger's I'll... minions say, Loser? Doofus? Klutz? <laughs> I mean, they must have rehearsals, right? <laughs> yeah. Much like we Wait. do every episode of this podcast, three times before releasing it. <laughs> right, that's why it's so good every time. <laughs> Mike just fix it all in editing. <laughs> yeah. 
makes it quote unquote make sense. (laughs) Yeah, quote unquote good. Um, Uh, Also, I would like to note that most people in this episode just have some variation on Doug's shoes. Like Patty's is just like a color swap. And Skeeter is also just a color swap until his shoes morph like five seconds later in the episode. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of weird editing. Patty... Patty has the exact same shoes that Doug uh-huh. does. Like, it's, it's not pink. even a color swap. It's like, no, it's like just slightly darker. It's yeah. like the same shoes. Guys, you've, and again, this is why you brought in both a cartoon expert and a basketball <laughs> doer. You've really, you've really missed <laughs> that these people barely seem to know how to play basketball whatsoever. Like, no, yes. no one ever... No one ever shoots free throws in a pickup game. That's never happened in the, in the history of pickup basketball. Also, if, if Doug is so terrible at basketball, how how is this a one point game? How did this ever happen? He he can barely catch a ball that flings one of off the, the players rim at him is Doug's dog. Right. It, well, Doug's dog is cheering on the sideline. He's got little pom poms. Well, he's on the but, free, throw. Um, free yeah, throw. He's on the free throw. Uh, he's oh, on shit. the free side of the uh, basketball thing. Where you yeah, do he's the ready free to throw rebound. shoot. Yeah, he's on the rebound <laughs> also, line. Yeah. Also, but, like in my notes I have the an alternate episode title is Doug Can't Dribble. Because like I don't know a ton about basketball. I'm pretty sure you don't just do it with two hands like below right, right below no. your feet. Like <laughs> yeah. right right between your like legs. There's also Look, Patty uh and this is going to be a theme in the episode. Patty is absurdly enthusiastic about this one point game. Yes. <laughs> she is, don't she, listen it's like she's to them, disconnected Doug. from reality. I don't understand what she's watching, what game she's watching. <laughs> Look, I'm of the opinion that they're not really playing basketball. They're just taking turns shooting free throws. <laughs> That's what they think basketball is. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea that it. Patty is hyper competitive. Like, she's one of those people who just. Yeah, sure, it's just a pickup game, but she lives, breathes, eats, and shits basketball. That's fair. And so it's just a matter of, no, you need to do this, Doug. Don't listen to them. This one game is, this one point is my everything in this quarter second. Ball is life. Well, if she cared so much, she should also realize that no one wants someone jabbering in their ear while they're trying to shoot the most important free throw of recess or whatever they're playing. She won't shut up about the shot after Roger clearly gets in his head. Like, I mean, yeah, the, guy's, yeah. the guy's sweating bullets, so. Right? Yeah, it's like, don't listen to him. Don't right. listen to what? Oh, let me repeat what he said. Yeah, it's... yeah, definitely. Anyway, don't listen. They're just trying to make you miss and then doug misses so bad the ball bounces on top of his head which we get to see in this is a tonsure for some reason he's got the perfect little ring of hairs how slow do you have to be for a ball to ricochet from the free throw line (laughs) off of the rim to hit your head that's doug (laughs) there's no internal consistency yeah doug is about (laughs) as good at basketball as i was so (laughs) <laughs> pretty good. Uh, so pretty so good. amazing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sky Davis level of talent. Man. So yeah, so obviously Doug misses the shot. You could tell that this was gonna happen from the moment the episode started. Uh and then we cut to the school. Well, he They're falls walking- down first and then yep. like Going back to that, this is the foot episode. Like, everyone just puts their feet just like in a perfect right. circle around Doug. 
and he loves it. Oh, no. I can smell your stinky feet. Please, no. There's a lot of animation issues, too. Like, they'll teleport from the the line where they're waiting to get the free throw, and then they'll be right next to him, and then they'll be back waiting for the rebound. And then, yeah, when when they surround him, Skeeter, like, morphs into his different pair of quote-unquote cool shoes, which I'll get into a second. (laughs) Anyway, we we scoot on ahead to buy Doug's locker, and uh, we see a magenta kid for a second who has weirder hair than Doug does. But also, Doug overhears some girls. Don't you think Skunky Beaumont is the absolute cutest? Hell yeah. Ladies like a boy who spends an hour with the guidance counselor every day. (laughs) Yeah, recall recall that Skunky Beaumont is the name uh, from the trophy episode in which they uh, that was the, the the kid who tried to steal the trophy tried to plead insanity and then as punishment had to see the guidance counselor every day for two years. So yeah, I mean, evidently I don't he's know. still getting the babes. So good on you, Skunky. Mental health is sexy, right? Yeah, like they understand this. Did you watch that one, Steve? Yeah, I was I was just about to say, wow, I have no idea. What you're about. Uh, that was kind of frightening. Man, Look, as far as that girl, I, this just shows this. What is it? Jim Jensen, his complete contempt for the audience or have it. He must have been homeschool because the, she's going on and on about these shoes, how he's hot. And, and her friends also just gape at her uncomprehending. They barely, <laughs> <laughs> seem to know what she's talking about. Like, his shoes are so bad. Someone should clue him in. Yes, BB, I, keep talking. Is this how middle school girls gossip? I, the one just Elementary. dictates to them and the rest stare at her blankly until she's done giving her, her speech <laughs> that's how, or something? That's how I do conversations, so I don't see <laughs> That's how this podcast works sometimes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, I haven't had my sidebar yet. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Okay, Jim, go. <laughs> no, no, wait, no. <laughs> One of those things, actually, I have one right here, so hold on. Like, (laughs) one of the things that, like, we get as it's just mentioned that uh, Skunky's shoes are so bad, we get the guitar sting of Doug having an anxiety attack. One of those things about criticizing any form of media for long enough, you become painfully aware the sound crew has a limited number of sounds in their tool set, and I'm getting increasingly annoyed. I'm starting to recognize, ah, that's the guitar sting of Doug's being anxious. That's the guitar sting of, oh, Patty's here. Oh, there you are. That's the guitar sting of Roger is somehow present. I kind of like that everyone has a theme, right? I it, I also think it's kind of like a replacement for a laugh track. Yeah, <laughs> this guitar, is how you should feel it a right guitar now. guitar sting is, is generous. I just call it some <laughs> random noise that's happening in the background. It's mouth noise. It might have been planned. <sighs> Look, I also, before we get off this topic, I gotta say, when BB says someone should clue him in, that kind of hit home for me a little bit, because I had a goatee, a terrible goatee in college for a long time, and no one told me that it was terrible until I shaved it, and then people were like, wow, you look so much better. So, like, They're wrong, you looked good in that, fuckers. That is not true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm objectively a, not. I'm a centrist data. on this this uh, issue. Steve, Fine. where do you weigh in on airline <laughs> facial hair? I don't. I don't see anyone around me. I don't pay any attention to them. I just. <laughs> I just talk at them while they gape at me on. <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, I sympathize with Doug here because I also have no idea like what makes a pair of shoes good or look good or are fashionable. Like all I have are dad shoes. I think they just they as long as they don't have holes in them and they aren't a weird. Well, color, that's all anyone cares about. <laughs> uh, zero for two, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dad's love holes in the shoes. <laughs> Dad's love holes. <laughs> so, so let's move on. <laughs> um, uh, this moves into then a girl who we've never seen before, and I don't think we'll ever see her again, uh, rolls up and flirts with Skeeter about his shoes, uh, which are these like wild moon boots that he has. Um, yeah, she's just like, man, cool shoes. So since this is like an audio like uh, medium, you don't know what the shoes look like. So let me paint a picture. Uh, his shoes look like MC Wolverine. <laughs> what, Very that means that means less to me. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you know how like in the '90s, um, like Batman, you'd have like uh, action figures of like Batman being like like an Arctic explorer or like spacesuit Superman. Like Wolverine, oh, the good old days. Yeah, yeah. Wolverine's like um, Skeeter's shoes look here look like '90s rapper Wolverine. Okay, yeah, so yeah. like neon so vomit just, everywhere. Just like super bright colors. Bright yellow uh, with like black stripes. Inexplicably okay. puffy. Yeah. All right. So they are, I mean, they, they look effectively like, um, you know those like boots that you have to wear when you break your foot? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like that, like only those. pastel and neon and fucked up. But right. what? But what rapper Wolverine would wear? Yes. <laughs> yeah, if he broke his leg. Right. If he broke. His leg. <laughs> so now so that everyone learned... knows exactly what these look like, <laughs> we can move. Yeah, uh, here, dear viewer, uh, if you want to send us a tweet of a drawing of what you think these shoes look like, <laughs> that would be amazing. you can find us at the Funny Papers on Twitter. <laughs> I would love to see this. Uh, but so we also learn. That these shoes are also reversible, so he can like ta- he takes them off and he turns them inside out and he puts them back on. So that means to that, like, show the off in- to a girl. Just, it's just terrible. <laughs> Enjoy it my hurts. delicious foot smell. Right, it also means smells so fucking bad. They smell bad, and also like he'll get just like filthy shit on his feet constantly right (laughs) think about walking he walks in a puddle and then he reverses she's like oh dang my feet are wet it's almost like this is a stupid idea right but they changed the purple that's the important part shit I had it written down as a great idea I'm crossing (laughs) (laughs) seemed seemed like a can't fail idea (laughs) just cancel the patents (laughs) I gotta call my lawyer (laughs) <laughs> anyway, while this was happening, Doug somehow crammed himself into his locker out of terror someone would see his shitty shoes. And Skeeter Collins, hey, where'd Doug go? And there's like, over here. Like, hey, man. I think he's got- panicking because everyone's just saying shoes all of a sudden. It's it's just bizarre. Like, yes. he's projected it onto the world. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, I do have to also respect Doug's ability to... In- absence of a bully to cram him into a locker, Doug crams himself into a locker. That's the kind of self-bullying get up and go, I want to see out of somebody. He might just well, want out of the show or out of the episode. It's <laughs> I mean, I mean, same. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I think as far as like the hearing all the things about the shoes, the 
this is kind of one of those things where like when you first learn about something, you're like, oh, I'd never heard about this before. But then you hear about it constantly. Right. Like I've had that happen. Yeah. A yeah. Lot. You just suddenly start noticing to this shit. extent. That's that's amazing. Maybe not to this extent where literally <laughs> everything you hear. Yeah. This that, if I recall correctly, you guys will have to remind me. But that was another problem with this show when it when it wants to make a point. It, the way it does it is just repeating something over yes. and over and over until you want to turn and off then, the episode, but no, you, you can't because you have to do a podcast with your friends. So you have to just keep watching and hearing the words. It's an extremely relatable feeling shared exclusively by you and me, Steve. Uh, I, gotcha. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> so I'm so happy right now. Good. Uh, now, this also kind of says to me the fact that, like, Skeeter, I don't I don't think he's being, like, malicious about, like, talking about the shoots to Doug. I think he's just, like, genuinely excited about it. But I think this kind of plays into, we, Steve, we're going to go pretty Doug brain on this right now. Okay. So buckle up. But this reminds <laughs> me of an uh, episode a few back where we talked about maybe Skeeter and Roger being the same person. Oh, like, right. Roger's, Roger's, like, the evil side of, like, shoes are cool. And Skeeter is, like, the generous side of schools. Or, uh, and we cool, theorized right? in that episode that the way they transform is by going in out of Skeeter's locker. So Doug was trying to cram himself into his locker out of the assumption that Nega Doug would come out the other side. <laughs> but no, that's I mean, not how it works, you idiot, you moron, you imbecile. The ley lines converge on Skeeter's locker, not yours. <laughs> yeah, he went into the wrong locker. <laughs> yes. Like, what's the name of Urkel's, like, Stefan cool Stefan yes, Urkel. He's trying, to, he's trying to Stefan Urkel himself. Which I don't even, I can't even imagine what that would look like, what Doug would think is cool. Well, we, dude, if you remember from your big Doug brain, we find out about that in a later episode. Oh, no. <laughs> There's cool Doug. It's just going to be guess, Steve, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Steve, you want to come back for cool Doug episode? <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to talk about it. <laughs> we'll have to consult your lawyer. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's another thing for my. His lawyer. origin story is carefully <laughs> guarded by the press. Right, man. So, uh, so Doug's crammed himself in this locker, and uh, Patty comes up and's like, "Hi, Skeeter. Hi. Where's Doug? He's not here. I thought I heard Doug's voice." And Patty's like, "Oh, I don't know where he is." Right. <laughs> right. Patty's um, carrying a basketball. She's focusing on the game. She's like, "Where is he? We gotta play. Gotta bang on his door. Get him out of his uh, room and get him to start playing basketball again." <laughs> yeah. Does that sound familiar, Steve? <laughs> That's not, Patty is is me, <laughs> yeah, Patty. including the part where you say how cool Doug is. <laughs> oh yeah, that that part too. Or being in the Doug box, he put himself in the Doug box. That's amazing. <laughs> she also just uh, she starts dribbling through the halls. I thought that was kind of another just Jim Jensen, like oh yeah, the 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 good girl who does everything right. She just dribbles through the halls. Who gives a fuck? It's fine. <laughs> Well, basketballs and basketball is an indoor sport, so yeah, she's just ready for game at any time. <laughs> she's always ready, constantly <laughs> dodging people, challenging her to games a one-on-one. <laughs> so uh, in this, she was like, "Man, I was trying to find Doug to invite him to play some basketball." Then Doug falls out of the locker. And he turns Patty down. He's like, no, I can't do it because of my shoe. Uh, not my shoes, just because uh, I can't do it. Okay, bye. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, 
you've played with her before. I think she's seen your shoes. Right. I, I think she's I aware know. of how good you are not at basketball. You're probably okay here, buddy. But we're yep. doing the whole dog. It has discovered a basically, new locus for anxiety, and so we get to do that part of this. Basically, his dream come true. Yeah. One of the three words currently in Doug's brain is shoes, so he can't do anything else about it until he has a new word. <laughs> Very true. Right, he's got to cycle him out. He's got to, like, meditate. He's like a Pokemon. He only knows four moves, and two of them are always anxiety and imagination zone. And Thunderbolt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so then Doug has a imagination fantasy uh, where... He truly bizarre one. Yeah, he imagines yeah, a, a horde one. of like his classmates approaching them, like they're like zombies almost. They're flash like, mob. Yeah, he asks yeah. <laughs> if they're That's really that bad, and the flash, flash mob. mob shows up. One of yep. them is wearing a shirt that reads "Do you know?" on it. <laughs> they show up during Halloween too, because there's there's a ton of smoke machines and everything turned green. <laughs> yeah, this and is it's his like worst this, fear. And Doug's feet are really stinky for no reason. It's got like stink lines coming off of him. Like, yeah. He's- and then they see his shoes, and uh, then his sh- they like point at him. They don't say anything. They just point at him. Well, I and- think I I did hear one guy. I think he said the runny shoes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know why he said that, but you know, Doug's worst fear is that a flash mob shows up on Halloween. So who knows why he thinks that's, that's also for some reason his laces turn green and hover. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, his shoes are, like, haunted here because they, like, wave at the mob and then the mob dissipates <laughs> drive them after, after they wave at him. So, right. like, yeah, his shoes are uh, sentient. I just imagine when Doug hits puberty, he has exactly the same dream, but he's naked and they all point his dick. <laughs> they just wrap around. Right. <laughs> Speaking of pointing at dicks... Mr. Dink chucks some shoes at Doug's head. It's been a while since we checked in with him. And rebound off Doug's head into the trash can. This is outside the fantasy. Good job. This is out, yes. this is, the fantasy ends, and now fantasy. we're in a right. That was this, the entire is, fantasy. He stops fantasizing about a crowd, and then in reality, he gets assaulted by his next door neighbor. <laughs> Again. <Yeah. laughs> There's also, in the category of the animation being fucked up, pork... But- Pork Chop is just sitting over the open trash can because they forgot how layers work. And so Pork Chop is just hovering over the trash can. So good for them. Are you saying well, the I, animation in Doug isn't up to par? No, I'm saying the Pork Chop knows how to hover, Steve. Keep up. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> is the animation as good as in this uh, show we were talking about where people lick helmets? <laughs> Well, that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't want this to go like four hours. Yeah, yes. come on. Anyway, there's now, a frame of, like, Mr. Dink says, hey, see anything different about me? And then there is a really singularly unfortunate frame of Mr. Dink smiling, only his upper torso, and him pointing downwards. I'm so glad I'm not the only person with a filthy mind. Uh, that was just a matter of, no. Doing? Please stop. No. I have it I have it written in my notes the next door pedophile shows up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know his name. But. Accurate. 
Yeah, there's I mean, a lot of it. We try to avoid that one just because it's so obvious that clearly Miss Jim Jenkins oh, is trying. Sorry, I didn't get no. the memo. <laughs> it's perfectly understandable. You are only an initiate into the mysteries. Right. I, I don't have dug brain yet. Yeah. Don't worry, I don't avoid this. Yeah. Oh, okay. The problem is that that's the obvious one. And as we all know, Jim Jenkins is a big, subtle thinker. And therefore, we must look for the hidden clues beyond. Jim Brain. Yes. Um, so the also what I, he announces the brand name of his shoes, and I had to pause it. Yes. And go back and rehear it, and I was just Sweathog brand aerobic footwear. Yeah. There's a split <laughs> second of oh no when he's looking down. There's that oh no we're fine. He's and pointing I, at his shoes. His shoes are named Sweathogs. He's asking you to check out his sweaty hog. And then I was just like, I was just like, okay, maybe like the line got fucked up or that's not what they meant. But then like later she's watching TV and the advertisement is on. It says, it says sweat hogs in text. Yep. Yeah. That's what it's called. Uh, So, I mean, okay. These are like exercise shoes. Like we find out that like the point of these shoes is that they yell at Dink and harass him that he's fat. Yes. Like, his shoes, he hits a button, and they yell, move it, fatso, and then run from him. So, like... Which, also, I don't even know what to say about them. <laughs> right, they're not even shoes. They're just like sense. a dick-ass RC car. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first one of Mr. Dink's very expensive gadgets that we haven't come up with in a less stupid format in the last 30 years. Like, well, I don't even think that the point of them is to force a human to run. I think they just like run from you as you're trying to put them on. As you run through like rocks and sh- gla- shards right. of glass. <laughs> yeah, they toughen you up. Move it, fatso. Yeah, and then you force your feet into your sweaty hog. <laughs> Somebody call up Elon Musk. We've got a new investment idea for him. Kinda, yeah. I was trying to throw you off the trail. This was the other thing that I wrote down to, to patent immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, you didn't patent the Quentin Tarantino memorial foot fetish hour where Doug starts watching TV? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we're going to get into that right now, I think. Yeah, that's um, the next bit. We're going to move into... Doug's like, all right, well, having seen that, I will now go inside and watch some TV. Uh, and it's another one of those things where he's like, oh, shoes can't matter that much. But then he turns on the TV and every commercial that he sees are for shoes, right? Um, now, there's a series of these commercials, and they're all pretty wild. Um, yes. The first one is a, like a, a CEO-looking dude, and he says, if the shoe fits flaunt it and he like puts it on his desk right and did you guys pause and see what the brand was called yes Uh, oh yeah oh yeah Uh uh-huh it's not sweat hogs you go for it sam it's goofy goofy (laughs) shoes and that means perfect that means jim jenkins knew about the disney buyout years before it happened oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah they said like disney invented this this is canon now (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we skip to the next commercial, and I gotta say, when we're swapping between commercials, there's, like, static, and between the first and second commercial, the static is full of ghosts. What? (laughs) Like, 
Yeah, there's just like pictures of ghosts in the static, really? and it's only between the first and second. Huh. None of the other, none of the other swaps have ghosts in them. It's just between the first and second. Did you frame so, like, by frame this? I sure did, <laughs> <laughs> because because I noticed something off. I was like, that something's fucked up with that static, and I like I was like rewind enhance. <laughs> Give me a hard. And there's copy. ghosts in it, so like. It's possible that the TV is listening to Doug's anxieties and fucking with him on purpose. Like how it did with during the episode when Porkchop was out fucking and uh, and it like showed him commercials of like, oh, do you know where your kids are or something? Right. Right. This right. TV so is the TV is actively Doug. malevolent. That's uh... Jim Jenkins predicted targeted advertisement. <laughs> Explicit the TV targeted amazing. advertising designed explicitly to piss you off. The TV is a better bully than Roger. Yeah, as we learn later, his shoes are a better bully than Roger's. Is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah. Anyway, so we skip to the next commercial. So it's like a soap opera kind of like looking thing of this woman who is holding someone's foot like up to her face. And she says, all my men wear shoes, or they wear nothing at all. And then all the person's clothes disappear, and she screams and drops the foot. Which, so like, it again, it doesn't hot. even have consistency within its own commercial <laughs> yeah. its own world. The, the, the words coming out of the TV, or the I guess the computer when I'm watching it, just don't even match what the animators did. They don't match what... No one was on the same page on this show ever. <laughs> and this, just this one commercial is such a such a distilled bit of that. Yeah. yeah, because it's like they wear shoes or nothing at all. Which, okay, first of all, uh, maybe kind of true. Like if you're not wearing shoes, if I take oh, no, off okay, my shoes, every part of my clothing evaporates. I like, uh, it causes a lot of problems. I like for how you're me. like, oh, I guess you could be wearing pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I figured I that wear out. Pants well, without I, shoes, you're right. <laughs> during this conversation, this conversation I, firmly establishes this... barefoot is not legal. If you are barefoot, you will be prosecuted. Yeah, while saying that, I I was like, huh, looked down at my own feet, realized I wasn't wearing shoes, but was wearing other clothes. I'm sorry, dude. You're not nude while recording podcasts? What are you even trying to do? We're running a professional outfit here. I'm completely naked except for a pair of dad sneakers. That's good. So you are wearing shoes. I'm in the game. (laughs) Right. Uh... I don't know. It's just, I think when she says they wear shoes or nothing at all, I mean, I guess that's true in this statement because he goes from wearing shoes to wearing nothing at all, right? So, I don't know. It's a good commercial. It's a very good commercial. We're talking about whatever product that was selling. It was. I think it was just like a soap opera. I don't know. But... We skip to the next ad, and uh, between this, these two, there are not ghosts. Uh, this one goes to uh, a locker room in which a football player is just like, hey, are your shoes giving you a bad fungus? And then he sticks his feet at the camera. And this one might be the most important for all of the people in this episode because <laughs> Doug's feet stink, Skeeter's feet stink, everyone's feet Oh, no, feet I hate stinky feet, tee-hee, tee-hee, no more stinky feet. Please help me, oh, no, hee-hee. Maybe... 
This was a commercial of, are your shoes giving you a bad fungus? And it wasn't like to teach you how to get rid of the fungus. It was like, well, come on down to my house. <laughs> Let me sniff those little Clean hogs. up, you little piggy, you little sweat hog. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I guess that's not how I interpreted it. <laughs> how did you interpret it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just 10 seconds of dead air. Right. <laughs> Dear say, reader, say. Steve's line has been cut for very important right, right. reasons. The truths revealed were far too important and also erotic to be shared with you. <laughs> Just cut up things I've already said into <laughs> into phrases. Could you say the words "did 9/11" real fast for no reason, right. no reason at all? <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't do it. It's a trap. Oh, so we move on. Uh, we skip to the next commercial, which is a commercial for like shoes at the mall, uh, and it's starring. Weird. A certain basketball player named Sky Davis who wears air jets. He's definitely now, not Michael familiar? Jordan. Oh. Hey, what's Michael right. Jordan, Sky Davis, those aren't those aren't even vaguely related. Yeah, what's funny to me is that like if you're gonna be copying Air Jordans, Sky Davis should be the name oh, of the show. Oh now I get it. Now I get the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Sky man. Davis should yeah. be the name of the shoes, and the like. They're just trying to make sure they've slammed enough of the signifiers together that you get it, you get it, you get that this is Michael Jordan and these are Air Jordans. You get it. So then, in this moment, uh, Doug is like, "Oh man, if I had a pair of those Sky Davises, that would Sky Davis shoes." That would actually make me good at basketball, right? Like, that's the one thing that's stopping me from making that shot the other day. Uh, and he imagines himself, like, dribbling down a court, which was not what happened in the last no. in, in, in his game. Uh, and, like, he makes a shot. And everyone's like, yeah, you did it. You're great. And Patty is by his side saying that, wow, you're so cool, Doug, now that you have those shoes. They're running in in what appears to be like an Olympic track stadium. They're not they're not in a basketball court. They're not. None of it makes sense again. They don't know how to play basketball. That's so. It. Yeah, they're uh, running for a two, long time. Yeah, it's super long. Right. Two things to note about this. Two things to note about this. Uh, one, Doug is fantasizing about hitting an unguarded layup, and two. <laughs> Patty is wearing a different colored jersey than he is, so technically, like he's fantasizing about owning Patty in basketball. (laughs) While she says he's the coolest thing on two feet, indicating to us that Pork Chop is, of course, still cooler. Obviously, that's how they were in that game at the beginning of the episode. It was all Pork Chop. He's their ringer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Doug knows this also, which is why in his own fantasy he makes this clause. Yes. <laughs> so you guys, you guys said uh, this this what I'm going to call rap music was was in previous episodes before. Yes, uh-huh. I think so. Uh, it was at the, it was how they ended the first episode. Gotcha. Well, I just I found it a little odd that that Sky Davis's theme music was this like. What Jim Jenkins thinks is rap music, <laughs> which again I said this before, but it's just the bass line from Another One Bites the Dust and some guy going, hit, hit, 
Yeah, well, some guy. No, uh, no, the, dry ly- the lyrics were Jagadaba Gala, Jagabadi Jal, Hep Hep Hep, Jagabad Jajal. I was really curious about this. And ah, damn! Now my eyes are bleeding. Yeah, right. I love that you wrote that. How did you write that phonetically? Uh, it took many a many a rewinds just because I was. I was curious what Jim Jenkins thought people like Sky Davis listened to during their, <laughs> during their uh, shoe selling time. Yeah. But yeah, then later we have a Doug music and it's it's like, oh, blue shoes, red shoes, got to get cool shoes. There, there are actual words in all the other songs, but in <laughs> Sky Davis's, there's yeah, Jagadabagala, Jagabadi Jaha. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a little odd. Oh no! Hmm. Okay. Let's uh, let's not dig into that too much. Uh, but yeah, it is a little uh, off-putting. Yeah, that, I didn't really Weird. think about that. Damn. Anyway, tomorrow Shit. definitely not Michael Jordan will be appearing at a mall in a town of twenty thousand people to sell shoes. Dear readers, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I went to school in a town of right. 1,200 people, but there was a mall in the nearby actual town. It had 80,000 people. Michael Jordan would not have been caught dead in this town. Michael Jordan's bookies <laughs> would not have been caught dead in this town. If anyone on the Chicago Bulls had come within an hour of this town, it would have been all we talked about for a solid five years. <laughs> what the fuck is Michael Jordan doing at the Bluffington Mall? So, uh, right. so really quick... Like, this commercial says, uh, Sky Davis will be here tomorrow. Tomorrow, signing shoes. And then Doug goes, what are we waiting for? <laughs> it's it's tomorrow. tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> He's gonna go sit outside of the mall. It's actually kind of realistic. Yeah, <laughs> I guess good so. point. But, like, he, he does go to the mall the next day, but he's not the first person in line. Yeah, he's no, really late. Good- well, yeah. they've all been waiting. Like Jim said, this is the this is the biggest thing to happen to the town. Yeah, yeah it's true. Maybe those people were waiting for weeks yes. at a time because they found out more than just the day before. Yeah, Doug only turns on the TV when when something has been uh, peculiarly repeated a million times to him. He <laughs> needs to see what the world is has, has projected onto it. Doug lives in Act One of a very poorly coded RPG. Hey, hey, hey! Go to this next thing. Right. So he does do it, though. Uh, we cut to the next day, uh, and Doug's going to the mall to see Sky Davis. And he sees it. He goes to the shoe store. Hold on. I got to jump in here because the stores that he sees on the way there are great. What do you got? Like, so for any Zoomers in our audience, a mall was a thing that did Amazon's job back before the Great Recession. They were gigantic buildings with three big clothing stores, a bookstore, a video game store, and a bajillion smaller specialty stores that would go out of business inside of six months. And a Cinnabon. And a Cinnabon. Right. Good <laughs> that was the good that one. Was the that good was the good one. Fight. That was the reason you went. Anyway, the, the stores- only thing that still exists in malls. Yes. Right. And now malls are just multiple Cinnabons. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one big Cinnabon. Yeah, it's just another, one big roll. It's just a bloody internecine conflict <laughs> between Cinnabons. <laughs> also, there's always a P.F. Chang's, which I'm pretty sure nobody under the age of 40 has ever eaten at. They, I uh, have. Wait, I'm under 40. I'm but, 80. Uh, P.F. Chang's <laughs> is a subsidiary of Cinnabon. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Is it really? No. No. Uh, God, I'm so fucking gullible. Jesus Christ. Anyway, the stores we see here are whatever, 
All Thumbs Hardware with a sign that says We Repair Nails and TJ Ruff's All You Can Eat Salad Bar. Whatever is definitely a front for the mob. All Thumbs Hardware is a very bad idea to take hardware stores to the mall that will inexplicably live on until 1996. And TJ Ruff's is not going to make it to the end of 1991. Doug is headed to Shoes and Shoes. Yes, dear reader, such places did exist once upon a time. Yeah, they do have shoes. I really like the idea that Sky Davis isn't actually Michael Jordan. He's just like some like minor league basketball player. And then like the Bluffington people just invested like a million dollars in making him shoes for no reason. <laughs> right. That would rule. Like this isn't this isn't uh, like a national line of shoes. Right. This it's just, just, it's just this one mall. And they're just like, oh, this dude's coming by. All right. That Pretty- would make it ton more sense because like when we roll up to the shoe store sky davis is surrounded by people but only like eight people yeah there's not a line it could be like just a corporate team or something yeah i know you guys say that the city is is run by some company or something it's run by a little bit of homework yeah it's run by the dad (laughs) of the girl who was talking about how the skunky beaumont is cool but has shitty shoes yeah so maybe it's like a I don't know, like a G League team that they own, and they, they yeah. yeah Sky Davis care. being the star player for the Honkers would make some sense, right? Yeah, he he might. It's very possible. That's that's a good point. He might just be like some shitty knockoff. He might his name might not actually even be Sky Davis. Like Michael Jordan might exist right. in this universe. And he's just <laughs> like, and he's just like, hey, that, you know what? I could do something like that. That could have been really touching at the end if Doug's like, wow, you're so good at basketball, and he's like, I don't even like basketball. No. <laughs> they make me play. The corporate face. He's just like, what's basketball? <laughs> right. Who are you, people? dude? I'm just a shoe exec. <laughs> So, yeah, so Doug gets to the, the shoe store. It, first thing he tries to do is he tries to cut in line of, like, everyone who's <laughs> sitting around Sky Davis. And he's like, excuse me. And no one lets him in, obviously, because he's trying to cheat. And so then he just goes around them. It's the only like, time he's ever been assertive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but he somehow right, succeeds. He gets around yeah. it with no problem at all. And then the store is empty. Yes. <laughs> because Doug animation. Yes. Right, exactly. Uh, so he says, he's like, yeah, I want to get some of these uh, some of these cool shoes. And the person at the shoe store is like, hey, good news. We have one left. Oh, she Doug's rules, like, by oh, the way. Right. The, like, the uh, person at the sh- yeah. Like, go ahead. Go she, on, Steve. Tell, uh, Steve, you take it. it. Hey, I'm the guest. Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, I'm sure Jim was going to say the thing. It's a bellhop used car salesman is apparently the person <laughs> yes. who works at this store. <laughs> Nothing yeah, about her makes sense. She has a red suit with shoulder pads, red hairband, proto-Marge Simpson hair, triangular glasses. I mean, she looks Wearing like she should a be... bellhop uniform. Yeah, she looks like she should be a comic book character named... Sam, help me out here. What's a garbage 90s comic book character name? Uh... Green Lantern. Yes. <laughs> Got him. Who would ever do that? Who would ever do that? Yeah, okay. So Green Lantern here refers to everything that happens as we, which is very awkward, and is just, this is what Jim Jenkins thinks cool looks like, and that rules so much. Really? Jesus. I, I don't know about that. I think it's that she looks like goofy, and she looks like, like a bellhop. Hip. I think this is she looks hip. Yeah. Like, like, kind yeah, of like she a is hip and intimidating like. to the eyes of Jim Jenkins. I mean, Doug, 
Doug. Doug is the one who's intimidated by this. Hello, and welcome to Shoes and Shoes. May we help you with your shoe needs? Also note that when she, like, measures his foot size, for no reason at all, they just have a scene that cuts to Doug f- Doug's face going, he, 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 that tickles. Yeah, because it's like, like tickling. Come on. Nothing weird going on here. <laughs> yeah, there's just like, hee hee. Yeah. <laughs> but what shoe stores is, have the writers, or I don't know who to blame for this, but what what shoe store were they in where like people were pushing shoes on them like a used car salesman? They're just <laughs> yes, like, exactly. I mean, that was a like, thing once upon a time. Like, really? I, I don't remember. You know, like, shoe salesmen no, were things. Like, you were chaffed with trying to upsell the customer. But, like, the thing is, is that in this, she's trying to sell these shoes, and she's saying, it's our one left. And she's trying to sell him, like, uh, shoes that are too big for him. Oh, oh so, like, no, if, also. If, if they're no, so popular. There's a pretty fucking, Why would she be trying so like, hard? There's a fucking serious detail there, too. They say Doug's shoes are a size 6D, as in Dadoy dot Dadasket doll D. That's the number six and the letter D. That's not a shoe size. Stands for Doug. 16 is a shoe size, but 16 is the absolute biggest any store ever carries. Like, that is clown shoes level shoe size. And somehow, despite Doug having a size 6D shoe, we have to give Doug a size 24EEE. Well, this woman must be working on commission because she she is right. pushing these shoes like nobody's business. Yeah, Jesus. But but like, the thing is that they're the last ones left. You don't really need to push them that hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the last one left at a special event that is crazy crowded. Like, why is yeah, she you, so intense? You could maybe try to move some of your less well-moving inventory on this young, easily pushed dipshit. Because those shoes, they're gonna sell. You don't gotta worry about it later. Well, they do seem to be a size that could fit like an entire thanksgiving turkey inside them so maybe she doesn't <laughs> we're in suburban republican territory there's someone with that size feet i guess that's true also the also oh just a side note as far as the animation being bizarre we have to take these off you and she pops off the first one of doug's shoes and puts it into a box that already contained one oh, other right. shoe and then just chucks <laughs> the other shoe to the side somewhere yeah, you always get one free shoe. I guess we just replace one of your shoes, and one of these just getting tossed into I don't know the thresher. <laughs> yeah, I, did did anyone did the animation and the writers and the director did maybe you guys know did they never communicate with each other? Did they just send them things and say, "Oh, give me <laughs> give me a drawing of him in a shoe store," and they're like, "What do you want to have happen?" And they're like, "Ah, whatever, you know, bellhop and a." And uh, would, she's selling him shoes. Go. And, I would and, honestly love to just have a recording of like one writing room session of Doug. Oh, Just yeah. to see like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. I mean, this reminds me of like how, you know how everyone gives that game Oblivion shit for like terrible voice acting? That The reason for that allegedly is that they never gave any of the voice actors context for what they were saying. They were just like, read these words, read them. In quick. alphabetical <laughs> order too. Yes. Yes, there was just like go through these all these words. So I imagine that's kind of how these sessions went as well. I have no idea why that would be disturbing. Right. Doug says he's like, man, 
I'm going to miss these shoes. I'm going to miss my old shoes. We've been through a lot together. And the things that he says that we've been through are kickball. Okay. Mud puddles. Great. Uh, and three, getting gum on them. Right? Cool. So, these are the three experiences yeah, gonna... a human being can have. One of the things right. that is always useful to analyze a Doug episode is since it's supposed to be a show about morals, like, what's the moral of this show, of this episode? Yes! And if the moral is that, like, you should stick, like, you should listen to sentimentality, that doesn't come up until the episode's almost over. Yeah. Like, the moral appears the to be most like being sedated. Nothing, nothing is is good about it. I feel like the moral is supposed to be, wow, this Air Jordan craze sure is dumb, huh? Maybe the moral is don't listen to fast fashion. Like, just be yourself. Well, the thing is, Doug was readily available to listen to fast fashion, and he would have if he had enough money. Yeah. Like he went or up if he had go, shoes that were the right size. Yeah. yeah true. But, and also, like, if this is the central conflict of the episode, the concept of owning two pairs of shoes destroys it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this also suggests that he's only owned one pair of shoes his whole life. Yeah, like, it assumes that shoes right? are a life purchase. And Doug, like, going in deeper on this, what follows up is... Doug goes back to the imagination zone, the sad music plays, and Doug's sneakers proceed to ask him if he is crazy. I'm going to repeat that now. <laughs> Doug's sneakers start talking to him and asking if he has gone crazy in precisely those words. And specifically they say, what are you doing? Haven't we been good for you? We never thought that we'd see this coming from you, Doug. Maybe the moral is this is the inside look at a hoarder's mind. Yeah, kind of. Like, and but it's saying that hoarding is good. Yeah, it, it's saying that it's like bad. Oh, it's what's, saying what's that also, no, hold on to the things that have that have meaning to you and be effortlessly guilt tripped by your material goods. You guys keep saying this weird thing where Doug has a meaning uh, i think i think your uh, entire assumption no, is is flawed no, that's the we know that. that's the hopelessly fucked up thing about this is that jim jenkins was completely open about the fact that his driving goal was that every episode of doug would have a moral and a meaning which adds so right. much levels to how bad this all is because it's the stated objective of the show yeah yeah, he just whiffs every single well, fucking hey, time. Uh, yes. My objective for being on the podcast is to conquer the world. <laughs> oh, I, I said it, but that doesn't mean it's <laughs> going to get me anywhere closer to my objective. Correct. Yeah. You're correct. <laughs> it's a very good point. What's also, like, if you're going to go with sentimentality, like, he's 11 years old. In one year, he's going to have to buy new shoes anyway. Yeah, he's going to go right. up from clown shoes to mega clown shoes. It just I, doesn't work I, on any level. I also got to say, this is like, for someone, uh, like, as a kid at this age, like, watching this show, this would have been actively unhelpful for me. Like, I had a really hard time getting rid of old things. There's, like, a, a story my mom always tells me about how, like, she tried to donate some of my old sweatpants and that were, like, had, like, holes in them. And I was like, no, I'll use them as a blanket. Like, I can keep these. I can still use them, right? Like, this would be evidence for me to, like, stick with that mentality. Yep. But because Jim yeah. Jenkins is really concerned about this goddamn consumerism these days, no, 
Cling on to your old stuff. Forever. There will never be any change. Except for, wait a second, then he, again, completely fucking whiffing that. So, Doug puts on these horribly oversized Sky well, hold Jordan. Hold on. Before... Before before we leave the fantasy zone, uh, after after these shoes say, we never thought we'd see this come from you, Doug. Doug's stone face says, well, sorry, guys, and then slams the lid on him while they writhe. <laughs> Cruel and stupid. <laughs> yes, like, there's the, if these things are still alive, he's just going to, like, slam a lid on him and throw him in the garbage. It's your turn to the Doug box, shoes. Right. Everyone gets a run in the Doug box. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, yeah, but we snap out of this, uh, and the clerk gives Doug shoes that are like four times the size of like his whole body, and is just like, "Yeah, it's fine. Uh, these are the last pair, and we'll just shove a bunch of sh- socks in there." Like, just she just starts like cramming. Right, so, right like, not even on his feet. Socks. She just crams them <laughs> into the shoes. I thought I thought she was gonna have him put more socks on, you know, like a normal, non quote unquote normal. Yeah, the word normal (laughs) takes a beating here. Yeah, sorry. Right, but uh, yeah, so she's just fucking cramming socks. Which I mean, is she gonna charge him for those socks, or do they just maybe that's why he could only afford one? Because she like threw all like two hundred pairs of socks in. That is true. Also, oh, at this man. point, but, yeah. Roger just materializes. He doesn't say anything yet, but he materializes at this point. Yeah, he, he just, just like peeks out from the background. Yes. <laughs> just like, hey, did someone say feet? <laughs> shoves his head in the door. No, Roger represents all the bad stuff, so he doesn't like feet. Like all, <laughs> like all right, Roger is trying to keep. like, oh, feet are gross. Roger is trying to they are. Roger, feet are great. I love feet. Roger, stop being a pest and let me smell these feet. <laughs> Roger, you take your shoes off right now. Roger was playing basketball in like leather shoes, so it would be <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like leather shoes with like heels and yeah, like pointed elf leather shoes. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I'm surprised that I wonder if he ever made a free throw shooting in those. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but okay so yeah the, the clerk is like yeah I mean it's the last pair we gotta sell these dudes walk around experience the fantasy uh, and Doug like walks around in him and he's like I feel pretty weird but maybe I'll be good at basketball and Doug now. also <laughs> says when do I start experiencing the fantasy which no don't ever say those words again Doug I will destroy you <laughs> Uh, so he asked the clerk, he goes to like, uh, buy them and he asks if he can wear them home. Uh, so I guess he is just going to leave his stinky blown out slippers <laughs> with her. Um, and uh, yeah, he goes up to pay, but he can't afford him as we've been like, oh, uh, and, alleging and the thing to. that she says is that's only the cost for one shoe. You did want two. That's not how you sell shoes, lady. There has right. never been a time that a shoe store says, yeah, sure, you can just buy the left one. It would be and funny if he just bought the one shoe. Oh, yeah, bad rule. Right, yeah. <laughs> and just left the yeah, other right. one just stranded. Well, I do need new shoes. I may as well start here. Oh. <laughs> Halfway there. Can you reserve the other one for me? But a, a children's show like this, like, 
it just shows how much Jim Jenkins hates his audience. Like even children know you don't buy one right. shoe at a time. It's so stupid. Yeah. Or that you it's advertise like, the price like that. To borrow a, a song title, it's it's Novocaine for the Soul. This entire show, like it, you're just like, oh, why? Why are they trying to make that funny? Why? No one believes that in the world. <laughs> Not even a child, and children w- are just offended. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Doug is an interesting so, show insofar as it gives you a lot of chances as a small child watching it to realize, wow, I'm smarter than Doug. Right. I gotta say, though, like, one thing that did feel a little bit relatable to me here is that I also feel guilted into buying things at a store. Yes. Like, if I go in there and then decide that I don't want something, I feel like, what if they get mad at me as I leave? <laughs> Well, there are people to talk to about that. (laughs) Please, please. As Doug has informed us, if you ever seek therapy, there's something innately wrong with you. Except for the fact that, you know, chicks will dig you. Here's how it's going to go. You're going to go into the therapist and be like, oh, yeah, I feel pressured into buying stuff. And he's like, that's pretty normal. And you're like, and I kind of sympathize with Doug. And he's like, okay, get him into the institute. (laughs) This guy's a mess. (laughs) <laughs> this is a serious case right, this is this is, they get the guys and get you the white coat and everything <laughs> call the ambulance and the police <laughs> i'm gonna give you a shot now it won't it might sting a little but it's gonna help you you'll feel yeah. you'll feel like you're watching doug <laughs> forever numb oh, to God. everything oh. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if I could put the mash theme in over this, and that'll. Uh... It's just like the ending. Another house of... at house. Oh God! Right. It's like the ending of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, except just Mr. Dink just like smothering like a lobotomized duck. Eternal sunshine of the Bluffington mind. And then thanks, thanks for supporting my healing. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dink smothering him and then just a frame of his upper torso and him pointing down. <laughs> Possibly at his crotch, we're not sure. It's the it's ambiguity is what lets you know it's a masterwork by Jim Jenkins. Right. Move it fast. <laughs> oh god. That's how he gets out of the uh, scene. No, no, he throws the the um, water fountain through the uh, through the window, and then his shoes just start going. Move it faster! Move it faster! As he jumps out. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, Roger screams, "You lose again!" Funny, as Doug discovers. Wait, I can't pay for these shoes that don't fit. Roger, who is canonically poorer than Doug is. <laughs> I, again, we went, when you first brought that up, he will become poorer than Doug is, but he is not yet because Jim Jenkins hasn't thought about anything like that yet. He's just poor in taxable income. He's a drug dealer. Okay. He's got, <laughs> He's got plenty of money. It's the right. 90s. The coke train is running smooth. Also, he's just waiting there to swoop in on these shoes. He comes out of nowhere. That's why he materialized. He's like, I can bully Doug, kind of. I think it's uh, basically, he's like a fight club illusion in in Doug's head. He doesn't even exist. Yeah, we've talked about that. Oh, shit. And also, also, like, this also plays into the idea of maybe he's the same as Skeeter. Because Skeeter would be the one who wanted to buy the cool new shoes, right? Like, Skeeter was the sneaker guy. But because we are dealing with Nega Skeeter, Nega Skeeter wants to buy the cool new shoes and also just own the shit out of Doug in the process. 
Right. It's not like buy the cool shoes in order to be Doug's friend. It's in order to own Doug. Yes. So uh, they're the same person. Yeah, we're good. In what episode does Skeeter uh, blow up a bunch of skyscrapers and, and destroy the credit industry? <laughs> That's the season finale of season uh, two. Awesome, man. What a cliffhanger. <laughs> there is a Doug video game in which Roger is on top of a building like as a, as a monster, and then Doug defeats him by blowing up the building. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like yeah. Doug uh, does nine eleven. We're gonna video game. we're gonna do like an episode the most of the recent video Superman game. DC movie. Right. Just everything in the city is destroyed. As long, <laughs> but as long as Doug is st- or Roger is stopped, he's just like I'm a hero, <laughs> right? Oh man! Oh, we'll get into Doug being a hero, quote unquote, next episode. <laughs> oh, holy man. fuck! Holy. Let's not talk about that now. Let's I was not a talk about that now. Disappointed that I'd miss that one. In well, we'll you can come back if you want. Oh, I mean, disappointed is. It? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think of. Oh my god! Look at my schedule, guys. Oh, uh, pretty busy guy. <laughs> Gotta get okay. those patents going with my yeah. lawyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gotta get several loyals on, on retention. <laughs> right. Okay, so Doug, uh, Roger's like, yeah, you lose again, and he's putting on these shoes, uh, and they're obviously enormous on Roger, too. Uh, then Doug goes outside, and he sits down on a bench for, like, two seconds, and he's just like, oh, man, like, I'm never gonna be cool without those shoes. And who rolls up? But Sky Davis, just by himself. Saying, nice shoes. Yeah, he says, nice shoes. Uh, he's Now, I got to say, if he is, like, I like the idea that he's, like, fake Michael Jordan, that he's just some, like, local yeah. dude. But if it was actually Michael Jordan, this dude would be surrounded by security. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. Like, he would have so many escorts. And also, like, actual Michael Jordan is just this huge fucking prick. Like, That's what yeah, I've heard, like, yeah. one of those guys who is just an incredibly monomaniacal competitor whose only moments of any kind of compassion are yeah, functions would, of no your PR team told you you had to do this he would challenge Doug to a game of horse at ten thousand dollars a shot <laughs> <laughs> he would take all of he, the he wouldn't money. even like make shots he would just stuff Doug for an hour right while talking <laughs> bad shit at him Michael Jordan has a famous line about how I don't have a gambling problem it's a gambling problem if you can't pay up if you lose like Mac, Michael Jordan <laughs> which is true had a, <laughs> Michael Jordan had a pathological need to gamble like there are stories of of some guy with like an early smartphone who has access to the weather report telling Michael Jordan before they get on a flight, eh, it's going to be raining when they get there. And Michael Jordan pissed off that some chump has talked to him. Bullshit, it's not. Bullshit, it's going to be nice. And the guy saying, no, seriously. What you really think about Michael Jordan. Like, so, <laughs> Damn. And so just the guy saying, no, seriously. It's going to be raining. And Michael Jordan saying, I will bet you, you can have a game of horse against me, or you can pay me $10,000. It ain't gonna be raining when we get there. It's raining when they get there. They played the game of horse, and Michael Jordan, during that game of horse, because he pays his gambling debts, still just absolutely kicks the shit out of the guy. Wow, why didn't he just take the $10,000? Oh, no, 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 the line was that, uh, no, the guy had to pay up if he was wrong, and the guy was because he had a smartphone in the early 90s, was the kind of guy who said, yeah, okay, I can pay that. Michael Jordan bet on a fact. That's Michael amazing. Jordan bet on, is it going to be raining or sunny when we land? 
which was like something you could tell by calling someone, dude. To be like, is it right, yes. right now? Anyway, Com- competitive yeah, yeah, yeah. instincts do fun hey, shit. Hey, to people. since we're way since we're way off the beaten path, uh, do you think Sky Davis is black? I uh, think he's supposed I, to be. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I don't think race is ever really a thing in. Dub. Well, that's like, what that's they. Kind of that's the what they the claim. Show. That's what they claim. <laughs> okay, cr- he's and, coded as black. We'll code it that way. Like the yeah exactly I mean like what okay, they what like, Jim says is oh there's I mean we just wrote everybody as like every different color just to show you of that of course except for except, except for, for Doug is white white Doug right yeah. Yeah. the voice of the of the care of the protagonist and the the like vehicle for the viewer is the one white <laughs> character in the so show. again I ha- it's it's despicable to treat this as some sort of art or anything to analyze but and like I don't. When I'm thinking about American imperialism, I'm not like, oh, I'll check out Dino Saucers and see what, <laughs> what they say about that. You're not, like that. but but uh, that's that was just a little little cartoon name drop to prove that I'm an expert. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, here's I, my it's card. So it's so weird that this one guy who seems to be black—that might be my own biases or whatever. Uh, he also has his, the extreme. He had the rap soundtrack. He going. has the rap soundtrack. I mean, he's got. But and then but then he's voiced by the same guy who voices Doug. Yeah, <laughs> is so, he? Yeah, he's voiced by the, by this guy who does Fry and everyone else. Billy West. Yeah. 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 So like they have this guy who's, I mean, I feel like he's supposed to be black. And there's there's actually ink spilled on this on the internet. Like I said, people waste their waste their time with this. But like, is Patty Valentine? Unlike black? if they're listening to this podcast, in which case they are spending their right, time well right, and judiciously. So it's it's really weird that like how I don't know tone deaf it is. Yeah, not weird it, because everything about this show is tone like, deaf and stupid. Everything about this show is tone deaf and stupid. This bit is odd in a couple of different ways. Like this is the part that yeah. goes in an after school special where it's live action and somebody has paid Michael Jordan some obscene amount of money to have a guest spot on I don't fucking know Family Matters. And a good show, yes, right. and just hands off. Like one of the Olsen twins is busy learning how to do basketball, and there is some heartwarming lesson being put together. No, this is just supposed to be Michael Jordan sees an 11 year old sitting down and says, Hey, nice, god awful sneakers, dude. The, it took the, me like 15 years to realize Family Matters was a pun. <laughs> 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 List of Mike's crimes. That was another ten minutes of dead air. Yeah, so everyone clicks off. Yeah, everyone just hits the report button. Hey, Mike, in po in Pokemon, Jesse James is the name of a character in real life. <laughs> that was the classic thing that led to us thinking about puns. As I said that to Sam, I was like, "Do you re- do you realize Jesse and James was a reference to Jesse James?" And Sam's like, "Yes, everyone realized that." I was like, "I did it." <laughs> <laughs> Doug Brain has its costs, people. Yeah, this isn't the beginning of Doug Brain. Not a lot of benefits. Cut your brain on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got way off track. Let's go back to old Sky. Um, Sky, Sky sits yeah. down and he's like, "Cool shoes," uh, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, 
I always wear my old shoes too. Like those, those, those sneakers that I'm advertising are just a ploy, right? They're just there for uh, to sell to for commercialism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he introduces the concept of owning two pairs of shoes to Doug, and it just flies right over his head. Yeah, he's like, really? Wow, you have multiple <laughs> shoes. My sneakers are my off-court buddies. <laughs> so Doug is like, they 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 high five. Uh, and they talk about, you know, how, how the, they bond over their old shitty shoes. And uh, as he's, uh, Doug, Doug's like, hey, can you sign my shoes? And Sky's like, yeah, totally. So now Doug's shoes are like so valuable. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, if well, this what's is funny, what's funny is if he's going by, if you're going to say, okay, this is about sentimentality, he just turned his like True. own pair of shoes and just knock off Sky Davis's. True, and just like they, they didn't become his anymore, they became like something other. That's a good point. I didn't yeah. think about that. Again, Shit. it just uh, fails on if they're going for that level. I mean, they could also be going against mindless consumerism, but then there's no like enemy. Like, that's the thing <laughs> for mindless it's consumerism. The conservative <laughs> effort to be against mindless consumerism, which is the real value, was inside us all along, and also in the signatures we got on our very valuable personal products you at least caught the soul brothers uh pun right the one that was telegraphed to you there mike that comes in a second yeah i did catch that one okay, that didn't shoot. fly over me yeah they really hung a lantern on the yeah here's a pun yeah what you didn't get that one then you might they probably take your degree back <laughs> Pun engineering, oh, most important degree you can get. Right. What Steve's referring to here is that uh, after Sky signs Doug's shoes, then Sky goes, Hey, hold it. Huh? Would you mind autographing mine? After all, we are soul brothers, get it? <laughs> <laughs> right. And so he totally ruins Sky's shoes with his shitty signature. And it's not even his signature. He writes his first name in block print. It's like, <laughs> it's like what if you got a signature from Michael Jordan and he just wrote Mike in, like, block print? Just too I awful. Mean, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> well, I'm sure Sky Davis doesn't give a shit who does Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like he can't even... A week later, he's going to be like, what the hell is this writing on my shoes? <laughs> Yeah, he was like, I was so drunk the other day. What was I doing? I think you're getting a little caught up in the in the celebrity of Doug saying. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying, I'm not saying that he's a celebrity. I'm saying he can't even like he fucks up doing his signature. Yeah, he's, he's maybe awful. maybe Sky is like, thank God he didn't write his last name so I can pretend it was a different Doug. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, is there a basketball player named Doug? I don't know. Like he goes to that basketball player, like asks yeah. him to write his last name under it. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I got nothing. Yeah, but but so so they sign each other's shoes and then uh, they high five and Sky is like, yeah, we're soul brothers now. And so I got that one. Nice. <laughs> Did anyone else get it? Nice. You're you're able to pun with the best eight year olds. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Thanks, guys. It means a lot. <laughs> Jokes. So I assume you all got it too, right? It's like a joke about oh, the soul what? of a shoe and the soul that they're soul brothers, like they're they're you know connected. Oh, I thought you he was it? saying he was the soul good player on the back. <laughs> I didn't understand it. Oh, uh, like, I don't see, know what you know, the word soul means. Glad I'm here to explain it to None you guys. So I can go into this real. more. I already forgot it. 
Is this a, okay. Let's have a religious discussion. <laughs> yeah. Let's go way yeah. off track. Is there a soul? Let's, Does Doug <laughs> prove there's no soul? Let's change the category of this podcast to religion right. and theology. <laughs> that seems, <laughs> it seems accurate. Yeah, kind of, actually. False the father, the son, and whatever the fuck Skeeter's doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we cut back. To now, now that uh, they've exchanged signatures, we go back to Doug on the basketball court, uh, and they're not like playing a no, game. No, Roger is demanded Rogers, to play a little one-on-one. Yeah, because right. he's wearing his enormous his big shoes. clown shoes. But slow down, slow down, because there's a lot of problems with this basketball game. But maybe you're gonna go into that. But yeah, you started it's important off, Steve. to note. It's important one? to note that he's like, hey, how about some one-on-one, one-on-one. That's really important to note. And Doug Doug proceeds to run down the court. Well, first Roger falls over. Ha ha funny. It's a Doug joke. He's on big shoes. He's got big shoes. Doug runs down the court. He scores. And, and then Patty, <laughs> Patty in char- very in character, just starts going ape shit that he made that shot. And... And yells, we won the game. We won the game. <laughs> we. She's yes. not even paying attention to us after this challenging one-on-one game. Yeah, the writers don't know what one-on-one means. <laughs> no one knows. The left hand has no idea what the right they hand is. They think one-on-one also, means the first person to score one basket. They're also not, like, contesting each other at all. It's yeah, it, who can run down the court alone and then shoot yeah, a basket. No, Doug, she Doug is lives. fucking lit about <laughs> yeah. that one shot. She is. They won the championship. They won the states. It's all over for for Patty. You can't believe it. Doug's fantasy comes true here, and he hits an unguarded layup. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe in all those times he might have played with Patty. We'll assume that she asked him to play before. He's never made a basket. <laughs> Maybe. Doug is just a special child, and Patty knows it, and he's just like, good job, Good job, Doug. buddy. You won the game. You won. It's like what you tell a two-year-old when they dunk on a, on a little play thing. You're like, we won the game, yay! And then you take photos. Of, that's what Patty's doing here. <laughs> just, just appeasing a two-year-old. Yeah, right. Creating job. noise for the, Let's get an for apple the snack. simple child. Just jingling keys for yes. Doug. That's how she starts. Roger from causing trouble. She just shakes a can of coins at him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doug's like, ooh, I'm a good boy. I'm good. I don't get the coin can. Speaking of ooh, I'm a good boy, it was about this point that I made the terrible mistake of looking at the YouTube comments. You should never look at the YouTube comments in any oh, context. Oh, hey, I can do that. But uh, we should do, yeah, everyone we should do an it. entire episode on but the YouTube I comments. Just, the t- Most of them are just well, people Yeah, the top it. one I, I saw, which is just the bleakest oh, no. thing I've ever seen, is... This was an excellent show and still holds up almost 30 years later. <laughs> I was Holy born shit. at the perfect time and got to grow up in both the heyday of Nickelodeon and the heyday of Nintendo. Smiley face. Those could be unrelated comments. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine having that brain. That's just wonderful to think about. Just that perfect. Imagine that perfect golden child who goes back and take, goes on YouTube and says... Yes, good. I can watch oh, episode God. seven of Doug on command. What exciting world we live in. 
Hey, we didn't even need to do this episode because right under that comment is the moral of Doug's cool shoes is not to believe everything you see advertised on TV. Oh, they solved it. Oh, shit. Delete the the records. All right, signing out. Moving on to the next episode. Mike, go to your your, uh, pressured by salespeople therapist. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) Call your lawyer. I'll get with my lawyer and we'll do the next episode. (laughs) So... Before we quit, though, I want to say that no one notices the duck has shoes signed by this famous basketball player. Who no. gives a shit? It'd be like, really funny if he had—he just had extra pairs of the same shoe and he just swapped them out. <laughs> no, you can see it written on oh, really? his shoes when he's doing this. Yeah, I didn't see that. it still it's more says attention than I usually spend on continuity and Doug. Right, totally. And of course, this signature doesn't maintain for future episodes, so he probably does have a closet full of the same shoes because, like later episodes. Episodes, he doesn't have the signature anymore obviously. no i do remember from one episode that he has a closet full of like 30 of just same the thing. same outfit yeah makes sense bite him bulk man okay so let's let's go to the closing shot which is obviously doug writing in his journal again um He's, like, trying to think of a good adage again, like, to close it out, and he can't do it. And he's like, well, he should have gone on the YouTube comment. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. That's more or less what he's doing, is trying to write a YouTube comment. And failing, uh, which is he's, impressive. He's, and in, in failing, he's pulling out paper, crumpling it up, and throwing it away, but he's using a pencil. Like, he's just <laughs> wasting all of his this journal. This was before paper. Captain Planet when they taught us how to, you know, conserve and stuff. He's just like, fuck it, I'm throwing it all away. He would have been a Captain Planet villain, in fact. <laughs> he would have been Paper Man. Right, the diary writer. <laughs> diary, but Jesus. spelled D-I-E. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> So the, 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 the adage that he ends up closing it out on is never kick a good shoe when it's down, which also doesn't no. make sense. Yeah, doesn't. Also, the but, first one he, is, he comes up with is sometimes you got to put your foot where your mouth is. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, right. Come on. show me those yeah, toesies, those Roger. Toes. Fucking, who, who, I need to go back and see who wrote this so I can just make sure like I note every time that that person writes an episode and see if it's foot focused. Right. <laughs> Man, all right, so that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Steve, how are you feeling right now? Uh, not, not so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's like, physically, morally, mentally? <laughs> yeah, I, I just want history to know I'm sorry <laughs> that I participated. We in thought this. we I were a powerful culture. Say. Yeah, just send that to the future. I, I'm not. I'm not really responsible. I was following orders. <laughs> oh God! I just realized that's what they all say. <laughs> that's the moral of a Doug episode. <laughs> that's the moral of watching Doug. Oh fuck! Okay, I mean, Sam or Jim, either you guys got anything? I'm pretty much done on this. He misses the last shot when he's throwing Which? the papers away. Like he, oh, yeah. he gets, he loses his one-on-one with Porkchop. Which is, I don't know. There's a metaphor there somewhere. He ends begging to go two out of three with his dog. Well, Porkchop's the best player on on the court. So <laughs> anything, Porkchop's the best in any respect if in Pork anything Chop Doug ever got does. Doug's team within one point of how bad Doug is. <laughs> Then pork chop is fucking amazing. It's fucking air bud. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 
let's call this here. Um, Steve, thank you so much for coming. Uh, this was so much fun. Uh, before you go, is there anything that you want to like plug to our 30 something listeners? No. <laughs> Do not associate. I don't want with any of them. I want my name taken off this product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just go in and edit anytime we say Steve to be like our special guest, Alan Smithy. I've yeah. done some streaming. I, I've uh, published some things that get that get paid money to be on the internet. So they can Whoa. check that out if we. Uh, it's about a. Uh, it's about project management professionals. Ooh, hell yeah! <laughs> but also some fake link in the description. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if they're listening to the Doug podcast, it can't get any less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or the well, happy set of us and all of us. And with that, uh, let's call it here. We'll see you next time. Join us for the second part of episode seven. Thanks for coming, Steve. And uh, bye. bye. See you guys. Bye.